Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Give Me Attention or Give Me Death. I am Alan Richardson and I am sitting here with a very good friend, very funny comedian, a great musician, a real weirdo. Uh, welcome to the show, Angela Sawyer. Angela, how are you doing? Hello, thank you so much for having me. I feel uh, very honored to be here. Um, I'm so happy you're on it. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Uh, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, this is mostly how I've been living uh, since I came home from tour last summer. So I was pretty prepared to not leave the house. You're in good shape then. That's excellent. That's the only time someone's ever said that. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing? How are you adjusting to all this? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I am lucky enough to still have fake work. Um, it It's very fake and doesn't work very well, but it's still there. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> All of the other people in my apartment, of whom there are a bunch, are uh, either out of it or like they still have to do stuff, but they're not getting paid money for it kind of stuff. So yeah. it, it's been tough on everybody. It's tough everywhere, I think. Uh, we're all hanging in there. And uh, for now, we have managed to find our apartment hasn't run out of toilet paper. That's been nice. Uh, and we have soap and stuff like that. So we're doing good. Nice. Why I finally bought toilet paper. I waited uh, as long as I could. I waited until I was like, okay, I better get it together. It's going to be real tough. Um, and then I just checked on there. Uh, some social media thing that I'm connected to had like a thing where people would just post updates of where they saw it for sale. So I just checked and there was a place right near me and somebody was like, hey, an hour ago I saw it there. And I went there. It, was, it worked fine. Oh, my God. I had to wake up at 7 a.m. <laughs> that is brutal. I, I had been trying to get toilet paper. So uh, an awful time to have pretty much enough toilet paper was March 11th. Yeah. Uh, we had like five rolls of toilet paper. We're like, you know, let's not go crazy. We'll be fine. Yes. And then by that month, that was like Wednesday. And then by Monday, we were like, uh, we're we're fucked. Yeah. And so I, it took me two rolls worth of time to finally find more toilet paper. And it, it took like. We went there at quarter of eight. It was gone. I had to get there at quarter past seven and it was still somewhat there. Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, we were lucky in that normally uh, when there are no crazy things happening, uh, I buy toilet paper for the whole apartment in a big bulk package. Yeah, so we had bought it pretty recently and we could hold out until it sort of came back a little uh, so we managed to go a solid, like nearly two weeks before I started being like, uh oh, and uh, and then I found it. So it worked out okay. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad you're taking. Glad you're taking care of. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I had definitely made plans for what would happen if it wasn't going well. I was like, yeah, the clothes I could cut up. These are the you know, <laughs> sprayers I could pretend would work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all about angling that bath water, really. Right, exactly. It's really like, do you have a um, a half shower or like a full shower? We have a full shower, and then we actually have two bathrooms here. Uh, this is the nicest. Oh, oh I had no in. idea I was speaking to a queen. I know, I know. Um, it's also, it's still a shithole compared to most places, but it is by far the nicest apartment I've ever had. So, um uh, one bathroom has a tub and a separate shower, and then the other one has a tub-shower combo. 
And uh, I think we, I mean, it, you know, various, there's a bunch of people here coming in and out and so on because of, yeah. um, everybody has different situations. Mm-hmm. So I have definitely been, I'm the most paranoid out of anyone who lives in this apartment. So I've definitely been like washing my hands the whole time and all that kind of stuff. And so I have a whole protocol at this point for when I take a shower. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) So so you've, you've had traffic coming in and out of the apartment. Uh, Not a ton, just, um, you know, there's a bunch of different people here and they all have different situations that they're dealing with. So, uh, uh, and I'm the one who's, you know, most of the people who live here are uh, under 35 and Mm -hmm. I'm 50. So, uh, I am the one who is the more conservative person in this apartment. I don't think I'm more conservative compared to, I don't know, like at my job, I'm the least conservative person. Wait, I'm sorry. You're not 50. I am. I am. You're I told 50? You. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Really. Honest. I was born in 1970. Damn, dude. Yeah. Looking looking old. great for 50. Hey, thank you. That's very nice. Uh, I don't dress properly. And I've been poor the whole time, so nobody can tell. <laughs> I guess that's, <laughs> that's how you stay young. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like we look fairly close in age. I think we do. I, I, we actually, I've said this before, but we are secretly fraternal twins, I think. Yeah. I, it makes a lot of sense to think yeah. about. Yeah. We have a lot of the same. In fact... If we did one of those Alfred Hitchcock like profile sh- silhouette, it would we'd probably couldn't tell who was who. The only thing I've got is the height. My hair's a little longer. That's about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's about it. It's like if it's like when they do when the people have done those uh, experiments on twins where they separate them to see if they <laughs> act the same, and they're like, "Oh fuck, their lives weren't different enough." Like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> We yeah, should have moved them further very, away. Seems very reasonable. Yeah. Sorry, I, I got really derailed on that. That took me no. a full like ten seconds to even to I'm accept. I'm just imagining the evil twin doctors of Haverhill now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did have a pretty. We had a hospital that almost bankrupted the the town, and is like known to kill people. Oh, great! So you're that's, you're set up on all levels. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's like the thing of Haverhill's. If you get sick, you got to go to another town. That sounds right. I there's definitely uh, I've I have uh, uh, lots of uh, I my body doesn't work right. I don't know about yours. Mine's never worked right. Of course uh, not. So I, mean, I have mine hospitals I like and hospitals I don't. Oh, a dog yeah. is coming to visit me. Hello, dog. My roommate's dog just came in to say hello. Okay, I was gonna say like just a dog. No. <laughs> No, I know this dog. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs are happy to see me because I just got new food. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I woke up once and there was a dog at the foot of my bed. <laughs> uh, I lived alone on the third floor, <laughs> and I it was like a big like it was like a high, like a, hus- a husky kind of hybrid, uh, and I was just I've never been so scared. <laughs> it was That's pretty good. My uncle was like doing work on my, my grandmother lived on the first floor and the dog got upstairs somehow. But I was like, for a moment, I was like, am I, this is how I die. Right. I can see why. Uh, yeah. I, the closest thing I have to that is, um, 
I've definitely lived in places where animals lived in the walls. <laughs> yeah. Well, and how then, what? Yeah. And then the closest I have is I lived in one apartment where I had 16 or 17 different roommates. It was like a whole house. And wow. uh, one day I came out of my room and someone had moved into just the hallway next to my room. <laughs> they like <laughs> put a flag up and stuffed a bed behind it and put a TV on the end of the bed. And they were like, that's my room now. <laughs> you know, you got to applaud. That's the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. They were, it's in, it shows ingenuity. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I lived, uh, when I used to live in Haverhill before I moved back, uh, I lived on the, the third floor is like had the side attics to it. And there was just constantly squirrels around my bed. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah like in the walls, sense. but I could just hear it. Right. Uh, one day a squirrel. one day it was the worst summer of my life was my, my girlfriend at the time cheated on me. Oh. And then they were also tearing apart two miles of main main street in Haverhill, which is like my only way to get anywhere is right off of main street. So anywhere I had to go is a mile either way of dirt road. And at the same time, a squirrel had died in my walls, oh. which of my bedroom, like right near my bed. And you can't do anything about that. Right. Uh, but do? that tear down the house. Yeah. It's either you tear down the wall or you just deal with it. Right. Uh, and there's just this insane amount of giant flies yes. that were just in my room at all times. Uh, it felt like I was in hell. It sounds like, bad. It was, it was just, I was, you know, there, I would have a vacuum just next to my bed and I would just vacuum up like 30 flies at a time. <laughs> and then I would just smell this rotting squirrel. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I lived in an apartment where we had, uh, mice die in the hallway walls a lot. Oh. And, uh, so I just learned to hold my breath on the stairs. Mm. <laughs> You got to adapt. Yeah. I said you got to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're just like, I can't solve this problem. I can just get it away from me. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? It's a nice lesson that, you know, I think not enough people understand. And that's why so many people get frustrated is that sometimes you just lose, (laughs) you know, sometimes it's just like, listen, it's just me and the smell of a dead thing. And that's all there is to this. I'm not winning this one. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's why I, you know, uh, I'm, I feel lucky where I am now. Uh, It's not, I have a really, I have a pretty small room. It's like half size. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has a ton of weird shit in it, and that's I'm happy with what I have. Nice. Yeah, I mean that's all that matters. Yeah, sometimes that's what you get. Yeah, I mean I feel I I'm you're telling me this, and I'm looking at my twin bed. So yeah, exactly. I'm with you. I'm <laughs> I have a I have a chaise lounge as my bed. Oh, uh, I remember. Yeah, we talked about this. I I used to have a folding couch. Mm-hmm. And like part of the reason some people are like, why? But the thing is, my room is longer than it is wide and it's not very wide. Uh, so if I put a queen bed in here, I literally wouldn't be able to walk around it. Yeah. And I don't I'm not like 
I'm a perfectly nice 50-year-old lady, nothing wrong with me, but I'm not usually inviting six or ten people into that bed at the same time, so I don't need that much space. So I was like, why don't I just get a smaller one, and I'll sleep on that, and then I'll have a room. And uh, people were like, oh, that's a crazy move. And I was like, I don't see why. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's... Move. I think that that's, that feels good. I mean, that's yeah. all about, you know, it makes your room a, more of a space for you. Right. And I, when I'm, w- the point at which I have less space is the point where I'm asleep and I don't notice. Right. So that seems yeah. like a better solution to me. So I bought this like pullout couch and uh, I freaked out some people. And uh, one person who I will, will not shit on them because uh, they're lovely. Uh what was so like, oh my God, you need help <laughs> that yeah. they collected money for me and tried to buy me a different bed. And I got yeah. really mad because <laughs> I was like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I don't want it. I didn't ask for, you know, they tried to vet it ahead of time and they were like, Hey, if you were to get a bunch of, it was a nice thing to do, but they were like, Hey, if you were to get a bunch of money, what would you get a new bed? And I was like, no, I don't need one of those. I would buy tires. <laughs> and, and then uh they were they like bought me a bed and i was like please don't i don't want one and the bed you bought won't fit in my space um oh i remember so I, all this yes i'm sure uh so i i nixed it and uh i uh we had a, a tiff we got over it and uh it all turned out okay and eventually uh that money that was collected went to some nice charities um, nice but then Maybe a year after that, uh, one of my roommate's dogs, not the one that just came to visit, but a different one, um, decided to chew a big hole straight in the middle of that bed. Like they turned the bed into a donut. How? I don't know. I don't know. I just came (laughs) home and the bed was like missing its middle. (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess if it's a folded couch... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how they managed it. I don't know what yeah. happened. I just came home and found it. And there was a little bit of stuffing around the room. But, like, there was just a giant hole there. And I walked out. And I was like, what the fuck? And my roommate was like, oh, I think my dog did that. Yeah. <laughs> that couldn't have been a quiet job either. No, I don't. And it couldn't have been quick. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that polo couch is uh, a genius idea because I, I slept in, I used to have like a, it was like a six by 12 room. Right. And I would have loved to have thought of that instead of having the entire room be my bed. Right. Right. I would have loved to have had a couch that folds out into something. That would have been perfect. When I was in my twenties and I couldn't afford to buy a bed, I just trash picked a love seat and slept on that for a while. And uh, it meant that I couldn't straighten out. So I mm-hmm. just stuck a chair next to the end of the love seat and would just put my feet on the chair and it worked fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you're speaking my language. I am taller than most couches, so Yeah, you just stick a chair on one end, you put your feet on the chair, and then if you wanna sleep if you wanna lay on the other side where your face would be in the couch part, you bend your knees. It's that simple. Yeah, that's my move. I shove my face into the back of the couch because I'm I'm not waking up with the sunshine. Right. And then my feet are hanging off naturally. Yeah. And then it, and you can stick them on a chair if you need it, but like it, you don't have to, it works fine. Yeah. Uh, and that worked for me for a long time. So I was like, there's no way I'm spending money 
like money that I want to spend on food and weird things on uh, proper furniture. So when the dog bit through it, uh, I I was like, okay, I won't be a baby. I'll buy a different thing. (laughs) So I bought this chaise lounge and it's great. I like it a lot. It works well. Nice. I'm glad you got that working out well. Yeah. You are, uh, you've always been uh, a visionary to me, Angela. (laughs) It's always been, anytime I've presented this, like, I've got this weird problem. I feel like the look on your face is like, as if I'd been like, where do I buy ketchup? (laughs) Like, it's just like, oh, the supermarket. I know it's called grocery stores. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you have always like that simplicity of like, oh, this is all you have to do. (laughs) It's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry you've learned all that, but I'm glad you have. Yeah, I have a uh, big therapist vibes is the way that yeah. I like put it. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, it's a thing that I wish that I could sometimes not have, but it does come in handy now and again. Yeah, you're too sweet is the problem. Uh, you know, the truth is I'm very, I'm from Colorado, so I'm like, polite on the outside but i am not actually sweet (laughs) yeah i guess that does make sense yeah (laughs) i i can't tell you the number of times that i've said something that i was like this is super reasonable and everybody's gonna be on board and at least one person has been like jesus (laughs) (laughs) it's a calculation damn it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yesterday i was uh yesterday i was doing a uh an internet debate show. Yeah, you did a uh, pick a side stupid, yeah, right? Pick a side stupid. So I uh, plug it on this podcast pretty frequently. It's a great show. Uh, and it's my favorite I think you show. Won the last one that they had in person, right? Yeah, I w- Yeah. Nice job. I'm the the final human winner. Right, because we're all gonna die. <laughs> There's never yeah. gonna be another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a place where I often accidentally freak people out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, that yeah, that is like the most fun show. What did, did you freak people out? How is it online? Is it fun? To, it's, is really, it, um, it's not that different. There's a stupid a question. Little, there's some. There's like a a pacing that is a little less high energy and a little mm-hmm. slower, and you have to kind of wait for people a little bit. But it's not like once you get used to it, it's just like if it was a loud bar, you have to get used to whatever the pacing is. Yeah. Um, it's just got its own pace. And once you kind of catch it, you are fine. And it's nice to see everybody. It's nice to hear people thinking in real time and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yesterday I accidentally, uh, talked myself into a corner where I had to be like, I don't think we should be mean to Italians right now. Cause there's a lot less of them. <laughs> I got a lot of trouble. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can easily find yourself saying some awful stuff on that show. <laughs> I love it though. It really is like one of my favorite things to do. It it's super fun. It's a great like it's hard to do stand up and think on your feet at the same time and that really is a perfect setup for it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh if you're listening to this, it is also a podcast. So look up Pick a Side Stupid uh, anywhere you get podcasts even on patreon.com and uh, check out a few episodes. They're very fun. Check out the ones where I won them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they are good. I'm a champion. It's true. It's absolutely true. Uh, So tell me about uh, what's your situation like? 
I uh, also like where are you and uh what's going on there? Are you familiar with Haverhill at all? A little bit. I lived in Lowell for a while, so I know it a little bit. Okay, so it's much less than Lowell. There's nothing really going on here. Um it's it's pretty chill. I live with my mom and my younger brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, my younger brother works at a coffee shop nearby and they're still open, but drive through only and Got they it. close early now. Uh-huh. So he's been like, I think a little busier, but also kind of like it bottlenecks, you know, cause no one can come in anymore. So it's, I think it's more consistently busy. Right. Uh, and my mom designs kitchens and she's still working. Okay. So I still get a lot of the days alone here. I don't do shit. Uh, but it's all pretty calm and pretty chill. It's the supermarkets here are all super busy all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Where did all those people like, I don't know about you. I live near, I live next to a, a park, a big park called mm-hmm. Franklin park here in Jamaica plain. And it's packed full of people every single minute of every single day. The park what is the hell were those people like who was walking those dogs before? Yeah. Um, <laughs> our friends. <laughs> I guess so. I guess it was just like only seven at once and they were just taking them around the block. But like, yeah, the park is just packed every day. It is wild. I am. Um, I'm only about 30 minutes. You can take the back roads and get to Salisbury Beach in about 30, 35 minutes here. Yeah. And uh, I drove I wanted to drive up the coast and be like, I think it'd be interesting to see, you know, I like seeing the beach as a ghost town. Sure. And uh, it was pretty packed. Yeah. There was like not a lot of parking. And I was like, this is not what they asked us to do, guys. Right. It's We're all hanging out at the, these dirty Hampton Beach parks. And <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah. The last people that I want to hang out right now with right now are like joggers and suburban people. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I'm a <laughs> suburban guy here. Those are the people who are outside every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't mean suburban like I live in Haverhill. You know what I mean? No, I know, I know. Uh, but, you yeah, know, it's it's been, I mean, it's been fine over here. My dad is one of those people that doesn't believe in any of this. Oh, no. Uh, and he works in, he's been work. he does um, freelance work. And he's been working in Amesbury, which is a little north of here. And then he lives on the south shore. So he drives by and he's been picking me up for lunch. And uh, he called me yesterday to say he got uh called off the work site. He was quarantined from work because someone on his team got sick. Uh-huh. And, uh, he's like, so I probably won't be up the next, uh, the next couple of days, but I'll come up Wednesday. And I was like, well, if you're quarantined, you should probably like, wait, <laughs> Yeah, they should like wait to find out. Cause I don't know if we should get together then. And he was like, yeah, who cares? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's very difficult to convince people who don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild. And he's he's always been that dude. And uh, this is just like a very wild, wild version of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know how to. You can't. That's the thing. And even when you do, it's impossible to do it 100 percent. Like, yeah, it, like you more or less get them to go along with you than agree with you. Right. I mean, I can't make myself do it 100 percent. So I don't know how I would ever make anybody else. So, yeah, uh, it's it's a very difficult thing to figure out how to do. Yeah, I mean, this is a weird situation for sure. And uh, uh, that's why I think we're all dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever, dude. I mean, honestly, this is really like the busiest I've been in a while. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I didn't have a job for a while, and uh-huh. uh, I mean, I still don't. I don't have a car, and uh, like now, now my Patreon's been catching up enough that I have money in them uh, every month. But uh, so, but for months it was just I could only take the train into Boston if I was getting paid enough money to do a show to to pay for the trains back and forth, right? Which is like thirty bucks, uh, which is not what you get paid to do shows usually. Right. Um, that's, that's a tough amount. Yeah, it is. And so I just I and I, you know, there's nowhere really to walk to for Haverhill. Like the closest thing to me is a market basket. And that's a two and a half mile walk. Uh, and there's no sidewalks near me for a good like half mile or so. I'm and uh, to see the magic of your cat in the hat project. Yeah, that's I mean, now you see why I'm like, you know what? I could do this, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to not being able to leave the house unless I absolutely need to, but, uh, now no one else is out so <laughs> I can finally record with everyone and, you know, talk to people and catch up. It's cool. That's cool. It's, it's, it's been pretty cool. The only bummer is we finally got a second car as a family and now I've been catching up on money. And so it's like, now it's like, oh my God, I can finally leave the house and get back to like doing stand up shows. And it's not and, there. <laughs> yeah. Then the world's like, why don't you take a victory lap on that life instead? And uh, we'll, we'll do this. <laughs> well, but I'm having uh, fun. tell me, I only know the barest little bit about Cat in the Hat. So tell me about it. Oh my gosh. You know what, Angela? Can we do this instead? Um, can we put a pin in that? Yeah. And let's keep going on this and then we'll do a little PS episode. Sure. Sweet. Cause that means I, that's one less thing I have to do today. Yeah. No problem. Uh, sweet. But I will tell you all about the cat in the hat. And if you're listening to this for free and you're curious as the conversation Angela and I have about the cat in the hat, go to patreoncom slash give me attention. Uh, I'm getting eerily good at slip slipping those ads in. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm starting to understand anyway. how they do that. Anyone who can hear this should know that Alan is one of the funniest people in the entire country, much less New England. And Aww. any dumb project that he has decided to do is worth watching and listening to every second of. Oh, thank you so much, Angela. You are, uh, I, I feel, I feel the same about you. I, anything Angela does, anything you do, I'm always, I'm always game to check out. Uh, well, at this point, mostly what I do is, uh, I'm looking to sit in this chair in front of my computer until my feet have atrophied away completely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's the American dream right now. That's yeah, that's what yeah. we're all doing. So I, I probably need like a pair of steampunk glasses uh, to <laughs> go with my non feet uh, and like a weird chair that is overly adjustable. And then I'll be ready for whatever sci-fi movie comes along. Should we just give you one of those wheelchairs that has like the um the joystick on it to move around? Probably, yeah. That seems and then, like the it's there's like I can picture exactly what I mean. It's like a chair that is completely adjustable but can't move. <laughs> <laughs> you drop some schematics, we'll make this happen. Uh so something I've been doing, uh on different episodes of this, since we're doing it daily is I've been asking people different questions out of this, uh, this Chuck Klosterman hypotheticals. Oh, great. It's like a flashcard set of Chuck Klosterman questions. So Amazing. Uh, do you want to answer a couple a, with I, me? Yeah, please. What were you saying? 
Oh, I just, uh, I find Chuck Klosterman really fascinating, and I both like and dislike him at the same time. You know, I've never read anything by him. Uh, he is, uh, how can I say what it is that he is? Uh, he is late 90s manly. <laughs> <laughs> that probably doesn't sound like it's a thing, but it was in the late nineties. <laughs> His was like the book growing up. I always saw it in every Newbery comic shop and stuff, the sex and drugs and Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. 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 But uh, I saw this and I was like, this seems like a good uh, random podcast episode. Kind yeah. Of deal. I'm into it. Okay. So let's do this. This first question is called uh, the dream VCR. At long last, someone invents the Dream VCR. This machine allows you to tape an entire evening's worth of your own dreams, which you can then watch at your leisure. However, the inventor of the Dream VCR will only allow you to use this device if you agree to a strange caveat. When you watch your dreams, you must do so with your family and your closest friends in the same room. They get to watch your dreams along with you, and if you don't agree to this, you can't use the Dream VCR. Would you still do this? Oh, absolutely. I would have no yeah. problem with it. One, um, I think I'm very, uh, I'm polite, but people figure out that I'm a weird person pretty quick. And yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, it, that's hard. It's hard to say. I, I don't know if I can say that I'm a weird person or not. Sometimes I think I can. Sometimes I don't think I can. But compared to, uh, like people who work in offices and uh, people who drive cars and people who just are regular Americans who like go to Starbucks and shit like that. I'm off the cliff. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so most people figure out that I'm not uh, like them <laughs> very <Yeah>. quickly <laughs> and they're fine after that. If they're on board after that, they're on board. Uh, so people who are not into it, they leave early. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't have a problem with anybody that I know well seeing my dreams. Also, my dreams are very easygoing and boring. Uh, mostly they don't exist. Most really? of the time. Yeah, because I have uh, allergies and I'm overweight and I'm 50. Uh, I don't sleep that much time in a row. I like wake up a million times a night or like wake up at four in the morning. Like it's very rare for me to sleep more than four hours at a shot. Uh, I get yeah. enough sleep cause I have a, I take naps in the middle of the day and stuff like that, but I don't sleep for long amounts of time. And that means I hardly ever dream. Uh, the, I can recount the last three dreams that I've had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the, I, I just had one this week. It was first one, first time I'd had one in a very, very long time. It was super boring. Ooh, first dream 2020. Yeah. First dream, probably in two or three years that I can remember. I'm, I imagine that I'm still having them some of the time and I just don't remember them. Um, cause I think your body just does that. But I, uh, this week I dreamt that I was living inside a construction trailer that was cantilevered over another construction trailer. And then that was cantilevered over a big construction dumpster. And that was the entire dream. <laughs> Man, I would kill to have those kinds of dreams. 
it was just a dream about how space works because I think I miss it. (laughs) (laughs) So the previous one that I can remember is probably from 2017 or 18. And that one was I was walking down uh, a grassy hill at the back of like an outdoor concert, like an outdoor amphitheater. Mm -hmm. And I was there with uh, my dad and one other unidentified person. And my dad said that he was taking me to see the band Kiss, who I do not like. And I was super annoyed. And then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> that <Very> did it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have so many dreams of, uh, me either being murdered or murdering someone. Nice. Uh, so I, I would never watch those dreams with my family. I can see. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. Not for me. Yeah. I guess I don't have very many people. I guess I have uh, bosses and stuff, but I don't have a ton of people in my life, nor have I for a very long time who would be like upset by me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, I, I got rid of all those people, which is not kind. <laughs> I think I have friends that would be upset with the dreams I have. I think. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, part of that is probably also that most of my murderous fantasies, I just have those when I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are like plots. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few of those. They call them delusions. <laughs> Those are like daydreams more, you yeah. know, like nice <laughs> fantasies that you use to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Let's do another question here. Okay. Uh, this one's called A Life in Film. Uh, for whatever the reason, two unauthorized movies are made about your life. The first is an independently released documentary, primarily composed of interviews with people who know you and bootleg footage from your actual life. Critics are describing the documentary as brutally honest and relentlessly fair. Meanwhile, Columbia TriStar has produced a big-budget biopic of your life, casting major Hollywood stars as you and all your acquaintances. Though the movie is based on actual events, screenwriters have taken some liberties with the facts. Critics are split on the artistic merits of the fictionalized account, but audiences love it. Which film would you be more interested in seeing? Uh, what a totally 90s question. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> this question is just, have you seen the Truman Show? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, that question is super revealing, actually, because they're, the perspective that there's this, like, little do-it-yourself world that is against and the opposite of the big, rich world and yeah. that somehow there's a difference between them is so not in existence anymore. That <laughs> whole po- point of view just like died a horrendous death. I think mostly just because the internet, just because it became obvious that like every rabbit hole is whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then occasionally there are like, occasionally there are things that work for everybody, which in the, in the eighties and nineties, uh, you couldn't find those. Uh, so like, you know, like Tiger King is out now. Everyone loves it. It's huge. It's super, super popular. It's well-made and it's crazy. Uh, so that's like something like that is impossible in the nineties. It just like can't happen. 
Yeah, because inter- the internet kind of became the great equalizer and just kind of digital media, I think, in general. And in some ways, I think if you had asked me in the 90s if that would have been a good idea, I would have been like, oh, that's horrible. But now I actually think that it's better because you can get everyone and it's like there's more continuity. Um, okay, that said, let me actually answer the question because I just had to rant for a minute. Um I would want to see the Hollywood production. I would rather see people lie. Yeah. Like, I think like one, I know what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. And like seeing most of the time, the talking heads that would talk about my, you know, experts on Angela, whoever they might mm-hmm. be, they're going to be just as wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be whoever they are. And like, I'm going to be mad at them because I know them. (laughs) Yeah. Those are the people Uh, that got freaked out by your dreams and left. Yeah. 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 Those people are like people I worked for or people I worked with and they all sucked in some way or another. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to see the movie where they just lie through their teeth and they make my, you know, they make the fantasy happen. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a, you know, like, do you want to do donuts in the parking lot or do you want to ride the Matterhorn at Disneyland? And yeah. like, you should do both. They're both important. But if you're going to miss one, miss the donuts. That's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> uh, who do you, who would you want to have play you? Uh, if it was a couple of years ago, I think I would have said, um, uh, what the fuck? The woman from Misery, I think, is a good choice for me. Oh, uh, um, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a joke for a while where I would say like, "Oh, what celebrity?" You know, like there's no celebrity that I see myself in, and then I would mess around for a minute, and then I'd say Kathy Bates, and then I'd mess around for a minute, and then I'd say Michael Moore, uh, who I also <laughs> look like with short hair. <laughs> but. Uh, I think at this point I've fully transitioned into the hag that gives Snow White the apple in Snow White. And I think that might be a better choice cinematically also. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think it would be like who framed Roger Rabbit where it's an all real cast, but then this cartoon witches you? That sounds great. That that (laughs) actually seems like it might tell the the real truth well. Because it really gets the medium across. Um, all right, I got, I got one more question that, uh, I'm trying to ask uh, as many people as I can. Okay. Okay. So here we go. You come home from an afternoon of shopping, expecting your residence to be empty. So pretend you don't have roommates. Uh, right. however, upon entering your front door, you immediately sense that something is strange. The entire place smells like marijuana and roses. <laughs> again, no roommates again. <laughs> There is a briefcase sitting in the middle of your living room floor filled with diamonds and Christmas cookies. You can hear the shower running, and when you open the door to the bathroom, you realize that the man using the shower is basketball legend Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. A naked Shaq peers at you from behind the shower curtain and smiles enthusiastically, but says nothing. He then returns to washing himself. When you ask O'Neal what he is doing in your home, he simply says, I don't remember. Do you call the police? No, you get in the shower. 
<laughs> such a ridiculous setup. No it's a really weird like one. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of walking into my current apartment and smelling diamonds and roses is really funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you smell marijuana and roses and you're oh, like, okay, I don't know who brought flowers. <laughs> and then you see diamonds and you're like, okay. <laughs> I guess it probably isn't as uh, uh, disconcerting if you can't see my apartment. Uh, what can I do to tell you, uh, to give you a visual picture of my apartment? Um, the hallway that leads into my apartment is unlit and there are also maybe 50 posters from shitty underground noise shows all over it. (laughs) So it's dark. (laughs) Uh, there's a hole in the wall that matches where the doorknob is on the door from people like slamming the door open too many times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's a Boston triple decker. So the floor has, is never level or flat. <laughs> no, they never are. <laughs> it's like living in uh it's like if they built a building out of cotton balls, but those cotton balls were also wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bumpy and it doesn't sit straight and, but, but it's all wood. It's like they, you know, they're making a haunted house movie. It's not, doesn't shoot for another three weeks and they just started getting this set together. Yeah. Something, somewhere (laughs) in there. And uh, so the idea of walking in and seeing a bunch of like, like my house probably, I can't smell very well because I have bad allergies. So like, I have no idea what my house smells like, but I can see it. So I assume it's reeks of marijuana all the time. And maybe roses. Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) But that's uh, very I, I like that idea a lot. That's super funny. <laughs> I see. I, I I my answer to that initially was uh, I would look in his pants for his cell phone and maybe not call the police, but call somebody <laughs> because it sounds like he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he's having a fucked up day. Yeah, <laughs> he's not all right. <laughs> he either took too much acid or he's he's got a brain disease. <laughs> Or Shaquille. Uh, well, Angela, thank you so much for doing the, this podcast with me. Thank you very much. This was super fun. It's so nice to hear your voice. Oh, it's so nice to hear you too, Angela. Uh, where, where can people find you online? Uh, I have a website that is called ilovecarlronner.com. That is spelled I-L-U-V-K-A-R-L-R-A-H-N-E-R. I know that's an impossible website address. <laughs> What is, what is that? Uh, it's, uh, my, so having the name Angela Sawyer means you can't get your own web address. So I named my website after a 20th century, uh, theologian. Okay. (laughs) For fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make sure to have that in the links and, uh, and no one has to keep rewinding it to spell it out. Thank you. Absolutely. Angela. And thank you so much again. It was so great talking to you. Of course. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.